Blog Talk Radio. Hi, today is Dr. King's Day, right? So I do my podcast. I want to talk about things um, different, um, you know, this year, you know, or, you know, because I love to talk. Dr. King's legacy, uh, you know, one of the most important people in U.S. history, you know, because he helped change uh, and stop segregation and help lead the way to path to seeing that we are all equal, no matter what race or color, creed or religion, wherever you, you come from, and paved the way for integration. You know, the I Have a Dream speech I mentioned before where he said uh, you can't judge a person by the, you know, the color of their skin, but the content of their character. And the content of character means what a person acts and what they do to other people, how they act toward other people, how they treat other people. That's content of character. And, you know, it really is important that his legacy span the test of time. You know, it really is. Um, but I also want to acknowledge that there were so many people involved in the civil rights movement, like Rustin, um, you know, Rustin, uh, and um, uh, Rosa Parks, and uh, Abernathy. There were so many people who were involved, black, white, and brown, who helped make the uh, civil rights movement a success. But Martin Luther King was like the um, the focal point. And, you know, he really helped lead. He was a great leader um, of the civil rights movement. Um, but it's also important to note that while he was a great leader, uh, there are people like Bayard Rustin and there are others who helped too. But he was, but his legacy of I Have a Dream was, was such a um, important, um, indelible mark on um, American history, you know, because it wasn't for him and the civil rights movement and, you know, Rosa Parks and Bayard Rustin and Abernathy and all the other people, you know, there still might be segregation. And me personally, I wouldn't be able to do the things I believe the things I do now. So I thank Dr. King for coming at a point in time where things had to change. Because the truth is, there was so much. Uh, you know, to say there was racist at the time of when Dr. King came about, came into prominence, is an understatement. You know, the lynchings and uh, you know, you know, blacks being marginalized or minorities being marginalized, and. Um, you know, he was preaching um, equality and integration to help us see that everyone, regardless of race, is equal. So black, white, and brown, we are all equal. So I'm glad for that. But what continued to be a barrier to end racism? Well, um, it's really a sad situation. First of all, I look at my hometown, Buffalo, New York, and they still all have segregation in their uh, towns. And I... You know, wasn't there long? It's really sad. 
in this day and age, you know, they had a hate crime where 10 people got murdered. And the, the man targeted Buffalo because most of the black people in, in Buffalo were on the east side. So I found that very disturbing. But there was racism there. So I, so I hope that Buffalo, New York could change because Buffalo, New York is a place way up in the northeast where um, it should be more and more uh, open-mindedness. And it is, but they, you know, they have segregation and living situations and schooling as well. They need to change that. There's also organizations who do not hire enough African Americans in their organization. I see a lot of that, uh, private and in some uh, government uh, organizations. They don't have enough African Americans or minorities hired. There's a certain center that I had worked did not have any African American at, in in any of their top department heads or CEO in the last 30 or 40 years, so that's pretty sad. I mean, they have, they hire, you know, Asian, they hire uh, Latin, but they didn't hire women, which is great. They didn't hire no African-Americans as a director or executive. So those are barriers. The other barriers is is that black-on-black crime. You know, it really is sad because black-on-black crime is, is, you know, a lot of African Americans suffer, including me, discrimination. But instead of being positive and you know and doing the right things, you know, because the doors are open to go to school, the doors are open to be a doctor, a lawyer. The doors are open. But when I have, you know, when you see African Americans hurting and harassing and killing other other African Americans, not all, but some, a few. And it's in the news, you know, that, you know, become criminals that undermine the, you know, the the goals of the civil rights uh, movement. You know, the civil rights movement is to integrate and to see people as equal. So that is the situation, because I tell that from a personal point of view. I live near somebody who I did not know. And someone harassed me because they were jealous, including now. They do not want me to be a lawyer. They do not want me to be in the music industry. They're trying to hinder me because of jealousy. Both or Atlanta or whatever, um, Haskell. And it's pretty sad. And I don't know these people directly. They went by the color of my skin and tried to hinder me from being in, 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 the, you know, in the industry. But then I realized there was another barrier the mental illness in the African-American community. There are some African-Americans and some minorities who have not gotten help with their mental illness, schizophrenia, bipolar. And that's the reason why you have all these black, black on black crimes. And I'm going to repeat, this is a fact. I was targeted by somebody who, um, you know, these individuals who were jealous of me and they even threatened my life. And that undermines everything that the rich civil rights movement, Dr. King's legacy goal was, was integration into in, in ACP, the advancement of color people. You don't harass or try to hinder another African-American who looks like you because they want to succeed or are or, or talented so, or, or, you know, or try to steal my song or harass me, follow me around. That's not right. And I'm a very liberal person because I know that while, you know, the stereotypes that white supremacists and people have of African-Americans is not only are they, uh, 
you know, they're not smart enough. And that has proven not to be true. You know, because there's a lot of, there's so many gifted African-Americans just as smart as white or any race. It doesn't matter. They're very bright. Um, but the thing is, is that the stereotypes that they have is that some African-Americans kill each other. They kill each other, rob each other, harass each other. Yes, they do. are criminals. And that's not right. That's not right. And, you know, that hopefully that is a barrier to racism because when you see some innocent African-American get killed by another African-American, then they're going to think that, oh, all African-Americans are, are, are killing each other and murdering, and that's not true. It's important that to not go by those stereotypes. It's important to not go by those stereotypes because most African-American men and women are, are, are law-abiding and don't commit crimes and are very intelligent. But I suffered that for several years because of jealousy and harassment. I had this, you know, but then I realized that man that I lived on Roseland, they had mental illness. They had a mental illness. I think the black community need to address mental illness in the black community. They need to get people who, you know, there's a stigma about getting medication. They need to get people who, who are not well in hospitals or on medication because that's the reason why we have all these, uh, some homicides, uh, one reason why they have all these homicides among African-Americans and other minorities, Latinos too. So it's really important that we do, you know, that is important because I experienced, uh, a, you know, this man was crazy, was banging on my window, was jealous because I, found me around. I had to file a restraining order. He was an African-American person. I had no attraction to him. And then this woman uh, don't like me trying to be a lawyer. She had a mental illness, too, and she don't even know me. But I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter what race it is. There are mentally ill, sick criminals, uh, regardless of what race or color. But, you know, it has to be addressed because, you know, Black and black crime levels will go down. One reason is because of mental illness in the community. But with Dr. King's life, I noticed that, you know, the issues with mental illness and, 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 and crime has happened. This woman uh, and Dr. King, uh, Dr. King almost got killed, stabbed in the chest with a, with a seven-inch steel letter opener by a mentally ill black woman named Isola Curry, Isola Curry in New York. So Dr. King almost died in 1958. So that's a sign. And that woman had a mental illness, and they put her in the mental hospital. And then there was another incident in his family, and that happens after he passed on, uh, uh, horrifically, his mother, Albert Williams King. She was shot and killed June 30th, 1974 by... Marcus Wayne Chenault, another a 23-year-old black man from Ohio who had a mental illness. So we got to get you got to address mental illness. It doesn't matter what black, white, and brown issue. If you need to get treated with mental illness, you got to. You're hurting other African Americans. I experienced this. I was harassed for several years because of a little condo. I was harassed because I had talent as a musician. And they, 
even try to take my dreams away. It includes people from Western New York coming out here and trying to say that they uh, got money on trying to hinder me from being in the industry or try to steal my identity. And they even threaten my life. So it's important that black on black crime be addressed because that's a barrier to end racism. We cannot harass nobody. Uh, you know, I should not, you know, because they're talented or because if we don't know them, that's not fair. It's not, no, it's no excuse to be a criminal. And the African-American community need to address that. That continues to be a barrier to end racism. While we came a long way with race relations, you know, they, had, they elected the first black president, uh, Barack Obama, which was a great thing. I voted for Barack Obama twice because I'm very, I'm a Democrat. And that was a great, it was great for the African-American community or, for, you know, for minorities. Because because what it, what it is is that people look at someone's abilities and not their race or gender or so on. And I'm sure there are going to be more changes, too, where other minority groups are going to be a first woman president, they're going to be a first uh, Latino president, they're going to be the first, et cetera. So, you know, we got to be colorblind in the society. We got to see people as individuals and judge them by the, their character. And we need to, you know, for, for Dr. King's legacy of, of dreams and for civil rights to become a true reality, we need to hire more African-Americans in mental health centers, such as in San Fernando Valley or L.A. County or, you know, L.A. County done a good job. You know, they hired African-Americans in their top positions like medical um director and so on, but in prior personal business, they need to hire more African-Americans. And there are good African-Americans and minorities who can get hired, African-Americans. And that's a continue to be a barrier. So racism is still there, systematic racism. Yes. Um, I was subjected to racism for living in my condo. Yes, a white man called him conservative did not like me trying to succeed. He thought I was being uppity and I did not know him. Uh, I was subjected to racism by a white man in my condo. So racism continue to exist. They need to have more laws preventing hate crime laws and housing discrimination. And um, they also need to deal with black-on-black crime that NACP need to address. And, and mental illness is one of them. Mentally ill black people are causing too many problems, and they need to address that because that is the reason why we have all these homicides um, coming around in certain areas of this country. And then we'll have a better society. It takes time for things to change. But I do notice that when things like gay rights and women rights and black, you know, um, you know, African-American rights and all that continue to be slowly in progress, it means that people are still ignorant. <laughs> They're still racist in this country, and they have to change so we can see that legacy of I have a dream come true. It really is the truth. We need to see people for who they are. There are many African Americans who are very talented and very intelligent, and they should not look at and we should see them for their talents and not their skin color. Just like we shouldn't see, some, we shouldn't judge somebody because of their woman, or we should not judge somebody simply because they're gay, or we should not judge somebody simply because they're Latino or any other minority. 
we came a long way. We got a ways to go. Good day, good night from Death Night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.